Hello everybody, my name is Lance Unarius, thank you for listening to episode 188 of the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. Welcome to the Vortex Apologetic, where substance reigns over mindless entertainment. Because biblical truth matters in a profound, timely, and urgent way in a lost and dying world. And now, introducing your humble servants in Jesus Christ, Ricardo, a.k.a. Beef, Arenas, and Jeff, the Brain, Claiborne. Dear Heavenly Father, we are so grateful and thankful, Father, for your grace and your mercy, Lord, and for, oh, Lord, just how good you are to us, Lord, in spite of ourselves, Father, in spite of our... Um, just our uh, iniquities, Lord. And uh, Lord, uh, we love to give you honor and glory in all things in our lives, Lord, including uh, when we uh, get together to do a podcast, Lord. Father, may our words, Father, that we speak are uh, uh, just honorable to you, Lord. I give you thanks for uh, the brain, Lord, willing and able to do it, Lord. And uh, Father, I just pray that we continue to share uh, just uh, things that come straight from scripture in dealing with life, Lord, and dealing with uh, just the daily grind, Father of life, Lord, all the craziness that's going on, Lord, and help us to encourage people, your people, Lord, and help us to lead them and guide them in your truth only, Lord. And thank you again, Lord, for allowing us to have this time to gather in this way, Lord, Father. May all things we do are uh, just uh, glorious and honorable to you, Lord. And I thank you for the brain's life. Continue to bless him out there in the east coast lord i'll give you uh thanks and all thanks lord and we pray this in jesus name lord amen my brother amen. hey brother how's it how are things behind the iron curtain over there i have to check in uh, once while grand, make sure you're still alive that grand curtain they- of kent afore i mean california <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't. I know you have your emergency food supply taken care of. You know right what? There I, the, right, right, right there in the midsection, brother. I, I do, I do, and I'm also. You know what? You know that craziness, Mister Baker, that when he started selling that, what was it? Apocalyptic food. I think you're yeah, gonna have yeah. to buy me some buckets of whatever you know slop he was selling there. No, 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 no you don't need that. Look, huh? it, what right. everybody else is calling calling fat around the midsection. Uh huh. No, no. That that's emergency. That's emergency food supply for the apocalypse, brother. That's what that ah, is. I got. I got extra. So you got good suppliers out there. You got McDonald's. You mm-hmm. got In and Out Burger. You got mm-hmm. Taco Bell. Well, not Taco Bell. How about Rubio's? Uh, Roberto's. Roberto's. Yes. Roberto's. Yeah, Roberto's. Yeah. That's right. Roberto's. Yeah. yeah. Yep. There you go. We, yeah, we, all, got, we, got, we got supply. Yeah. Yeah, I want to be inclusive there. I got to include Roberto's. You know. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. You'll have to. Come on. <laughs> hey, you know what? We even got this. Is probably you. You. We all know this one. Jolly B in National City. Remember oh that yeah, one? yeah. Right. Oh yeah. That's the, the, Filipino the great food. Filipino fast food. Yeah, right? yeah. Fast food. Yeah. Phil- There's Filipino fast food, folks, in National City, California. Hey. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> Jolly B. So we are inclusive here. Yep. On the TVA podcast. So, so, yes, I'll be able to survive the uh, California apocalypse. Yeah. And, and it, what the great thing about how we do it, mm. when the government comes in to confiscate the food, mm-hmm. too late, too late. We already ate it. It's it's packed right around the midsection there. Yeah. And we'll, sur- we'll survive longer than the skinny, healthy people do. I'm gonna be like, you gotta have to rip it off my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> and you know why I talk that way? Because I can't seem to be skinny healthy. <laughs> I can't seem to accomplish that. So hey, I'm just gonna go off to the Oh my goodness. <laughs> you know what, brother? We can say because of the fall, it's gonna be hard to maintain that health. Uh. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I call that the fall of the metabolism. Uh, metabolism, right? That's what yeah. I meant. The fall That's of what metabolism. Oh, oh goodness, man. goodness. Yeah, bro. So you know, you've been hearing about uh, our crazy state, California. That's all I hear about anymore. <clears throat> man, you got the. I think it's. I, th- I think he's the governor. 
Nissan <laughs> trying to uh, take did, away the, been... uh, what was it, the Second Amendment? That's one thing you were kind of looking into. Yeah, like, something, about world? something about he wanted to to outlaw the Second Amendment to the Constitution or something like yeah, that. I mean, I that's, mean that's, that, that's that's what people are saying anyway. That's <laughs> a, I mean, to go for that, that's you know, that's pretty gutsy on his behalf. Not that he's gonna win, but hey. Well, let me tell you something. If I was governor of California and I knew there were like two hundred million guns out there and people having them stashed away. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'd say something like that. <laughs> I, exactly. I, I think, you, know, you know, this might not be the best idea right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, you know, California. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, yep. let me read a little bit about that. So Newsom proposed a 28th amendment to the U.S. Constitution. And, and I quote, to enshrine fundamental, broadly supported gun safety measures into law. However, it says here, California, under his leadership and with the most comprehensive gun control measures in the United States, quoted there, has experienced a significant number of shooting sprees and a large increase in violence. A question arises, do these laws primarily disarm law-abiding citizens while criminals remain undeterred and empowered to to perpetrate acts of violence against innocent individuals? Huh. So that is a huge question, brother. Who will be the ones losing their guns? Let's say for whatever craziness it happens that, you know, California loses, you know, their guns. Well, we know that argument. Criminal. So, yeah, well, I mean, only the law-abiding citizens will lose their weapons, yeah. and they'll Criminals become. Criminals ain't gonna they, lose nothing, right? No, they'll be. They'll, yeah, they'll become the predators, and the law-abiding citizens will become the targets. And the government, and it's not even the criminals. I'm as concerned about. I can still, you know, use a knife against them or whatever. I mean, I can. Yeah. You know, but uh, I mean. It's hard to go up against a gun. It's the government that I'm more concerned about. Absolutely. Now, yes, you being an ex cop, Mm -hmm. tell me how crazy is that? (laughs) Oh, I think it's absolutely stupid. I mean, it's, (laughs) you know, I I wanted to be sophisticated in how I responded, brother. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't expect anything other than that, brother. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, hey, you, you you've been. Have you, have you ever been to? Uh, oh, what's the name of that restaurant? Oh Which no, I can't one? think. Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. Yes, I have. You remember the little game they have? Oh, the yeah, little square, yeah. the the, mm-hmm. the triangle peg game that you uh-huh. play at Cracker Barrel. And if you leave so many pegs on the board, you're just an ignoramus. An ignoramus, yes, sir. Ignoramus, yeah. Yes, sir. I sure remember that game at Cracker Barrel. Well, guess what? Uh oh. I think Newsom left too many pegs on the board. I'm just saying. I just think that's what happened, brother. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree with that, brother. I'm going to agree with that. <laughs> no, and you know, people are not going to be giving up their guns. He's barking up the wrong tree, and he's got to get other states to sign into that, and they're not going to do it. Yep. It's a pipe dream. Right. Yeah, it's a pipe dream. And and lives are saved by guns every day. I was just yeah, reading, the, I was reading the Gateway Pundit. I'm trying to find it now. I just mm. saw it mm-hmm. where a life was saved. A, a, an armed robber went into a place and a guy, a citizen with a gun stopped him, shot wow. him, took him down. Yeah. You know, I mean, the, the person behind the counter, their life was in danger. A good guy with a gun stopped a bad guy with a gun. I mean, this is, come on, come on. Is this really that hard? This is not rocket. Here it is. Brave armed citizen, guns down, would be mass shooter. In Las, Ve- it's Las Vegas. In Las Vegas, legal analyst reveals how local officials and police are hiding the truth from the public. Gateway mm. pundit, wow. and uh, this happens all the time. So, mm-hmm. what's you have to ask yourself? What's the bigger agenda here? Mm. Right? Can I right. bring this down? We can see it a little bit better. There we go. What's the bigger agenda? Well, it's 
obviously it's agenda 2030. Absolutely. You, you can't enslave, you cannot enslave an armed society. But, you know, once somebody lies to me, I don't, I don't ever trust them again, unless they come to me in tears of repentance. And I haven't seen the government do that yet. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I don't trust them. They've lied too many times. The FBI has lied to us. The FDA has lied to us. The CDC has lied to us. Uh, I mean, how many agencies in the government can we name? Senators and congressmen and presidents have lied to us. I mean, I don't trust any of them anymore. I don't trust a thing they say or a thing they do. And, uh, you know, I mean, the the healthcare system has lied to us. Mm, the pharmaceutical mm-hmm. companies have lied to us. Yeah. I mean, you know what we are to the pharmaceutical companies? Especially at my age, mm-hmm. we're, we're slot machines. Yep, absolutely. Triple seven, baby. I, I, hit, the, <laughs> I hit the jackpot with that guy. Yep. You know, you, you know what? Do you know why they called the old uh, ammo boxes that they used to use for the machine guns pill boxes? Uh huh. Okay. Because that's the size that that's the size of box you're going to need to keep your medication when you get older. That's why they're just giving. <laughs> and you it's going to be on a retractable <laughs> system, right? <laughs> like bullets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just load it up. Okay, stick it to the arm. Right, right. Or load it up on the mouth. Craziness, brother. Just pure craziness happening. And how about this? On top of that. What about this whole exit, you know, tax that California wants to put in place? California is already one of the highest tax states, right? So now they want to push this California exit tax. So whether you own a business, uh, uh, have assets, own property, it's going to, they want to tax you on that. It's like, Let me ask you a question. <laughs> Once somebody's moved out of the state, how are they going to collect? Right. Yeah. How are they going to collect? The only thing I can think of, you know how they collect taxes when you owe the government? They'll just get into your bank accounts and don't matter where you're at. That's the only way I'm thinking that they would be able to do it. Or they'll turn it over to some, um, uh, those guys. Collection agency. Collection agency. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it's Mm -hmm. the government. We couldn't put anything past them that they would do such a thing. But this is crazy, brother. An exit at California. First of all, I'm leaving California because I can't afford it. And now you want to tax me for leaving? Yes. And yeah. Right. Welcome it's to communism. Like, welcome uh-huh. to welcome to the beginning stages of communism, folks. That's what it looks like. It's Matt. 1984. George Orwell. Yep. What a prophet he was. Yep. Orwell said it. And it's happening. Now. As Christians, how hard is it to apply Romans 13 <laughs> in a society like ours right now at the moment, where the government continues to lie, continue to deceive the people? How hard is that, brother? Well, the, the problem is, is that most of what they're telling us to do is uh, against God's laws. Yep. And you know, to me, it's... I, I can't apply it. I mean, I, well, I mean, uh, let, well, let me back up with the word apply. I cannot obey a government that is in disobedience to God mm. and is telling me to be in disobedience to God. Right. Right. That is, uh, goes against what scripture teaches. And right. 13 is one of them, especially if the government, yes. God placed those people in authority. God placed them there. But they he, were placed, also, he placed them for them to continue carrying the truth of the authority they were given by God, meaning that they're supposed to, you know, bring justice and, and, you know, take care of its people and not force them to do things against what God teaches in scripture or God's principles, which, you know, unfortunately, it's been going down for the longest time. We've spoken about how we feel that the United States is being judged right now by God. 
in many different ways because of what's been taking place with government and, you know, it's just completely going against what God's uh, uh, ordained order, you know, in principles. Yeah. And that's exactly what it is. It, people, <laughs> I don't know, some people you listen to, to them and you think that they believe that the Satan and God are in a fight, and God is losing. You know, I <laughs> right. mean, they, but no, Satan can't do anything without God's permission. Mm. God isn't—he's got Satan by the by the scruff of the neck. Yeah, and yeah. Satan has to ask permission from God before he can do anything. Right, uh, God's in full control. His providence and his sovereignty is uh, is complete and sure. Mm-hmm. You know, and so all of this is judgment. Um, when you look at the LGBTQ pride parades and mm-hmm. things like that, and the pride month and all of that, that is Romans chapter one right there, where God is turning them over to their own devices. Mm. Uh, some virgins call it a depraved mind. Other virgins, uh, like the King James, uses the term reprobate, a reprobate mind. Uh, same thing. It's basically a mind that has gone insane and is so uh, has become so narcissistic within itself that it begins to do things that are inconvenient to the body, in, 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 contrary to nature, inconvenient. Right, that's how the scripture puts it, and so this is what we're seeing. And when we see this, that's a judgment of God upon the nation, mm. right? So, the question is, why is God bringing judgment on America? Mm. What's what happened that brought this about? What do you think, brother? Good question. Right before we get we get to answer that question, let me ask you, because you said Romans 1, and, right. and Romans 1 mentions that we all are born with a sense of the divine, the sense of divinitatis, correct? Now, correct. when you speak of, you know, giving into a debased mind, uh, the other versions that are used in the, the different versions of scripture, do you... Or should we believe that being given into that divine mind, it's because even that the sense of the divine is completely gone from their mind, from individuals that, because even at the very least, knowing having a sense of divine, obviously we get to, we have a sense of divine things, of God things, right? When we are well, given to the base mind, could it be, is that what it is? If you're completely, don't even have some, a sense of the divine anymore. Well, I, I think that que- that question is answered further down in the passage where it talks about them suppressing the truth and unrighteousness. Mm, okay. And that's what happens. No, the sense of is not gone. It's never gone. Okay. Uh, a- an atheist is never actually an atheist. They're just suppressing the truth and unrighteousness. Right. Okay. They know God exists. They just don't want to acknowledge it. Right. Why? Because it's inconvenient. To- well, it's inconvenient to them because... They love their sin mm-hmm. more than they would want to admit that God exists. So, I mean, if they have to admit that God exists, then they got to be responsible to somebody for their actions. Mm, okay. Right? And so that's this is what Romans 1 is telling us, that they don't want to be responsible for their actions. They don't want to be responsible for their sins. Mm. So they'll deny that sin even exists or, you know. Right. You know, and so they have a problem here because where does good come from? Where does evil come from? What are, what are those just abstract concepts that we make up in our own head? Mm-hmm. If that's the case, then who is able to bring judgment on anyone else for anything, no matter how heinous the crime is? Who are we to judge Hitler if that's the case? Right? Who are right. we uh, to judge a serial killer like the son of Sam? Or who are we to judge a an active shooter that you know wipes out a bunch of people with I mean if that's if they're if if good and evil are just a concept that we make up in our own head, then we have no moral authority to judge anybody for any of that stuff. I mean what does it matter what Stardust does to Stardust? As Carl Sagan said, 
you know, we are we are the product of stardust, right? Ultimately, mm-hmm. well, that's the case, and we have no meaning, no value, no purpose. We're just well, Klaus Schwab would be correct. We're just useless eaters, mm-hmm. consuming things on the planet. This is where he gets this concept and this ideology is from the concept of Darwinian evolution, right? And so that's really the root of it, and and you know, so that I mean. Romans 1 is so vital and important, and so is Genesis, because it, it really explains who we are, the nature of man, the nature of man in comparison to God, who God is, his nature. I mean, it's all right there in Genesis. Romans 1 really, well, the book of Romans really just it reiterates a lot of it and really explains it to even a further degree. Right. So, you know, that, I mean, so really they're, they're bankrupt mm. mm-hmm. in their philosophy. They have no. Uh, they can call us and tell us anything they want. It, it's 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 meaningless. It's nonsense. It's well, you're just sardus. What do you, what do you know? Right. You know. Right. That's a, a great point because no. if you know, I've because I have different conversations with different people at times, and you know, the biggest thing that shocks people is like, oh wow, look, it's worse than it's ever been, and I go. Have you not read Romans? Have you not not read the Old Testament? Have you not read the War of the Jews? If you think it's bad now, we get the information faster, right, of all the bad things that are happening Mm -hmm. uh, because of technology. But evil has always been there. Uh, Above all things, deceitful, desperately wicked. That was written many, 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 many years ago when Mm -hmm. evil was happening. So... It's not so much that our, you know, it's getting worse. It's been the same way for centuries. We just happen to see it more often because we have fast communication with the internet and, you know, social media, and we get information so quick. But the actions of men continue to be evil, uh, out of prideful, uh, uh, lustful uh, gain, and you know, it's it's unbelievable how we can read in scripture from the old days and it goes perfectly with what's taking place today like you just said right now romans one and you just you know went through it a little bit and and how greatly it applies to you know people's debased mind nowadays how they're given into their debased uh, mind how god does that and how you know they all fall you know with their own lustful desires so it's amazing that but i love the fact that we're able to you know explain to people hey no it's not that it's getting worse it's been bad all along it's just you get to see it more often because we're so connected you know worlds apart now you know back in the day how did you get the news from one city to the other brother <laughs> you had to have somebody oh, run was, the news right oh <laughs> uh, yeah i mean the pony express uh 150 years ago was was the top type technology, right? That was, yeah. that was that amazing. Days. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, I got my mail in what a week. What? <laughs> yeah. Pony <laughs> express, man. Yeah. Right. That's right. the greatest, right. greatest thing, man. <laughs> we got, ho- we got horsepower, right? <laughs> we got horsepower. <laughs> and when you had yeah. two horses, great. I mean, when you right. got three or four, it's like, oh, now we're going to be, be rolling. Before that, if a village got raided and everybody got wiped out, nobody knew about it until yeah. about a year later or two years later, if they even ever heard about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, um, all you got to do is go and read the book of Isaiah. Mm-hmm. Amen. And you get a real a reality check that, that, to the fact mm-hmm. that what they were dealing with back then yes. is the same as what we're dealing with today. Absolutely. Exactly the same. And they were just as wicked, just as evil, and sometimes more so. Mm. You know, we, we talk about active shooters, which, which a lot of those, by the way, are false flag operations by the government. And I'll just go ahead and say it. And because they're pushing gun control because mm-hmm. they want to enslave all of us. Right. 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 But you t- take that and compare it to Genghis Khan. Who's worse. Mm. You know? Right. <clears throat> I mean, he was wiping all kinds of people out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and indiscriminately. Uh huh. No, it's, you're, you're right. And it's, it's, it's crazy because people will read, you know, the stories of what, you know, took place 
during Genghis time time or Hitler, right? And they think those are really bad guys. Man, they deserve the worst of the worst. And it's like, bro, you're no different. If we leave it up to your mind and if we could play this play in a big old screen, your thoughts, everyday thoughts, uh, you think we're going to see pretty thoughts in there? Nope. It's going to be bad. No, Solomon said there's nothing new under the sun. Yep. And yeah, and you know, Romans 3, right? All of a sudden come toward the glory of God. There's none righteous, no, not one. There are none to seek after God, right? Uh-huh. In Romans 6, uh, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Ultimately, what transpired, you know, in the old days of scripture may continue to show its face nowadays. You know, the evil nature of man continues to be so. Therefore, yeah, there is no difference. We just have technology and faster yeah, communication. But, but brother, what, what about the signs of the times? Well, yeah, right? I mean, it's the end of the world, right? As we know it. Isn't that a song, too? It's the, it's the end of the world. world as we know it. Yeah, yeah. And I but I'll be fine. fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, exactly, brother. We're gonna live in this uh, apocalyptic yes. time, right? Yep. Run me not to sing. We'll lose half our audience. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I was gonna say, let's just stop singing because we're not gonna gain any followers. We're gonna lose many. <laughs> our talent is not there. <laughs> exactly. But sign, hey, brother. Sign. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. You were saying. I was going to say, Sammy Cal, Cal just, just covered his ears. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. He rolled his eyes. Yeah. Rolled his arms like. But, but I can be a superstar. Anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Let me ask you, his brain, do you believe that God is humbling America? Oh, we'll, yes. And, you know, we'll. Oh, wait. Was I not supposed to answer that yet? <laughs> you I'll did. You did already. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll wait. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. I was going to finish the question and says, <laughs> So is God humbling America and renew her in his timing? Oh, you must have read uh, off of my videos. <laughs> you see what I do? Do you see what yeah, I do? Yeah, I see that. I see By the way, that. folks, yeah. the brain has his channel. <laughs> yes, he does. He does a solo thing, you know, because he has a lot of time and, you know, he has. But I seem to reel in some of those topics into our podcast because a lot of the times they just go, they fall into place, you know? Yeah, so. they do. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I was going through Isaiah, the first few chapters of Isaiah, when I was doing that series of videos. Okay. And, um, yeah, so if you read the first chapters of Isaiah and you take the – now, it's talking about the judgment of Israel and Judah, Mm -hmm. right? And um, because of their their sin of idolatry and uh, so forth. And But the principles Mm – that still apply to us, even though the judgment had, you know, was uh, it was 722 BC for Israel, and then um, it was 586 BC for Judah when Babylon went down and judged them for the sins that they had committed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the but the the principles still apply to us today, and we're under many of these sins. I mean. Can I just go through some of this? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Let me just read some of this and give some commentary. You jump anytime you want. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Um, I'll start with verse four. It's a vision of Isaiah, Mm -hmm. right? It's during the days of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, the kings of Israel. Okay. And some of those kings were good kings. Some of them were bad kings. He says, here, O heavens, to give... Ear, O earth. What chapter are you in, brother? I'm in chapter one okay. of Isaiah. Now, heavens and earth. Now, when you look at Deuteronomy, I can't remember. It was Deuteronomy 31, I think it was. talks about heavens and earth. And mm-hmm. I found some other places that talk about heavens and earth. And it's a reference to Israel. It's a reference to, here he goes, uh, 32. Let's start with verse 30 of 31. Okay. And Moses spake in the ears of all the congregation. 
uh, of Israel the words of this song until they were ended. Give ear, O ye heavens, and I will speak, and hear, O earth, the words of my mouth. My doctrine shall drop as the rain, my speech shall distill as the dew, as the small rain upon the tender herb, and as the showers upon the green grass. So he's talking, who's he talking to? He's talking to Israel. Mm-hmm. That's right. And he calls, he calls Israel heavens and earth. Well, he- the heaven was the temple mm-hmm. and the holy of holies. Uh, it's, it was just a metaphorical terminology for that. And, you know, of course, those heaven, <clears throat> heavens referred to the Levitical priest. Right. The Levitical priesthood. Earth referred to the 12 tribes. So when we go back to Isaiah, he says, Hear, O heavens, and give ear, O earth. He's talking to the Levitical priesthood and the 12 tribes. For the Lord has spoken, I have nourished and brought up children, and they have rebelled against me. The ox knows his owner, and the donkey his master's crib, but the Israel does not know, my people does not consider, a sinful nation, a people laden with iniquity, a seed of evildoers, children that are corruptors. They have forsaken the Lord. They have provoked the Holy One of Israel unto anger. They are gone away backward. Why should ye be stricken any more? You will revolt more and more. The whole head is sick and the whole heart faint. Now, if we lived during those times and we had Matthew 24, Luke 21, and Mark 13, mm-hmm. we'd be running around in you know the 750 AD, or, I'm sorry, 750 BC, mm-hmm. saying it's the end times, it's the end times, you know, the Lord's coming right. back, right? right? I mean, because it was, it was the same thing. He jumped down to verse 7. He says, your country is desolate. Your cities are burned with fire, your land. Strangers devour it in your presence, and it is desolate, and so forth. So this is the judgment that's coming. Verse 9, except the Lord of hosts had left unto us a very uh, a very small remnant. That's mm-hmm. the true believers. Right. We should have been as Sodom, and we should have been like unto Gomorrah. Wow. Now, I don't. I don't think they had a pride month, but but they were still doing the same thing. Oh, absolutely. Right. right. Verse 10, hear the word of the Lord, you rulers of Sodom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, the Lord would be, how long do you think it would take God to be banned off of social media? About maybe half a second? I was going to say within the first 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, within the first 10 seconds. He'll yeah. probably start with, you brood of vipers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you sodomite brood of it's vipers. It's going to be like, yeah, yeah. yeah. You <laughs> have, uh, what is, will we get that email that says, you have violated our rules? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, give ear unto the law of our God, you people of Gomorrah. So he just called Israel Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> right, right. Well, I mean, you know. No, it's true because you just yeah. said on the verse before you should have been at Sodom and Gomorrah, meaning I should destroy you pretty much. Yeah. But you know, let's move on. And then he goes, Hear the word of the Lord. And then he calls up you rulers of Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> it's like okay. Yeah, you, do you think God meant his words? <laughs> no, he does not. Not at all. Uh, oh, man. To what purpose is the multitude of your... Now, this is where it gets interesting. Think of the churches on this one, folks. Mm. To what purpose is the multitude of your sacrifices unto me? Mm. Said the Lord. I am full of your burnt offerings of rams and fat of uh, and the fat of fed beast, and I delight not in the blood of bullocks or of lambs and or he goats, Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, when you come to appear before me, who has required his this at your hand to tread my courts? Bring no more vain oblations. In incense is an abomination unto me. You know the incense that was uh, yeah. that was uh, in the temple all the time for a sweet savor unto the Lord for the prayers of the saints. Right? He says now he's calling it an abomination. The new moons, the Sabbaths, right? The, the high holy days and the holy days. Uh, the calling of assemblies, gathering together for the worship of the Lord. I cannot, I cannot away with. It is iniquity. 
he says. Wow. He's calling the worship service iniquity at this point. Yeah, he's basically Think saying about your yeah. worship is useless. It's an it, abomination yeah, it's to me. It, it's not worth anything now. It's like, mm-hmm. wow. He goes on and says, even the solemn meeting, your new moons and your appointed feast, my soul hates. They're, they are trouble unto me. I am weary to, to bear them. And now, it's, it's, now you're catching the humor, right? I mean, but it's not, it's not, wasn't humorous when they were hearing it. No. But I mean, you know, you, you catch the, we, the, the reason it seems humorous to you and me, brother, is because we're living through this right now. Absolutely. And we go, and we're, and the Absolutely. humor is, my goodness, he must be describing us because that's our day too, right? No, absolutely. Um, yeah. And when you spread forth your hands, I will hide mine eyes from you. Yea, when you make your many prayers, I will not hear. Your hands are full of blood. They were killing the prophets. Mm. Wash you, make you clean, put away the evil of your doings from before my eyes. Cease to do evil, learn to do well, seek judgment, relieve the oppressed, judge the fatherless, plead for the widow. Come now and let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. He's saying, if you will come and repent and reason with me, then I will I will cover your sins. Mm. Verse 20. Uh-oh. There's a verse yeah. 20. Uh-oh. <laughs> but if you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured with the sword. With the mouth of the uh, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. How mm. is the faithful city becoming harlot? So who's the harlot in Revelation? Remember the harlot? It's Israel. Israel. Mm -hmm. It was full of judgment, righteousness, lodged in it, but now murderers. Wow. Now now imagine, imagine a church having a drag queen show and then holding communion. I mean, isn't this what they, this pretty much what it was describing in Isaiah here? It, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it's the idolatry of the people of Israel that brought this wrath from God. Guess what? It's the same idolatry that the United States of America, you know, is doing that it's bringing God's wrath upon them as well. The principles still apply. Absolutely. Yes. It's the same thing. And that's why we're under judgment. There's more. Want me to read about the ladies? Let's How about, read about the ladies. How about the women's lib- liberation going off the rails? All right. Um, I, ha- I was reading about that the other day. Um, well, it, it talks about proud looks, right? Mm-hmm. right. We just had Pride Month, right? Well, here's what he has to say about that. The lofty looks of man shall be humbled. Mm. <laughs> and the haughtiness of men shall be bowed down. And the Lord alone will be exalted in that day. For the day of the Lord of hosts shall be upon everyone that is proud and lofty, and upon everyone that is lifted up, he shall be brought low. Mm. I don't think I'd want to be in a pride parade. No. Because God's got plans for these folks if they don't oh, repent. Absolutely, brother. Uh, let me see if I can find where he talks about the ladies. Um yeah, I'll go through this. Um, oh, here we go. Uh, well, he said in that day. Huh, so he talks about the lady being proud and haughty and their stiff neck and their. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Uh, and it's got to be before that. Okay. Stand by, folks. Can we play a docu-mercial right. during this? Well, I could. I need <laughs> to be a great opportunity for a net. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I call them documercials. You know those thirty-minute yeah, yeah, commercials yeah, yeah. on a five-minute. Well, as you're looking, I was continuing yeah. reading on Isaiah one, um, and right when it hits twenty-seven, verse twenty-seven is, uh, actually no, yeah, twenty-seven basically it says Zion shall be redeemed with judgment, and yeah. her converts with righteousness. But then yeah. it goes, and the destruction of the transgressors and of the sinners shall be all shall be shall be together, 
and they that forsake the Lord shall be consumed. Mm-hmm. For they shall be ashamed of the oaks which ye have desired, and ye shall be confounded for the gardens that ye have chosen. Not only the people yeah. right now stuck with this whole Mun Pride thing, but all uh-huh. those that support it, including churches that have adopted that mindset, that have allowed the drag queen shows, that have allowed uh, you know, the sin of homosexuality in their church and not deemed it a sin. Right. And I can and we can even mention revoice. Absolutely. Revoice right. that conference, that uh, movement. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. Christian at all. Were they were they they're saying that well the, the lust of the mind toward another person of the same sex, that's not sin. That's a yeah it is sin. Mm-hmm. Christ right. called it sin. Right. Right? right. If if a man lusted a woman to if a man look at a woman to lust at, at her he has committed adultery in his heart already. What that suddenly changes if it's a different sex? Absolutely. You make you bring up a great point, brother. Why? You know? Because that's their argument that they say, well, as long as you don't uh uh you know, you don't follow through with the action. But in your mind, you probably undressed that person and did whichever way you wanted, right? You don't right. have to do it physically, you can do it in your mind, and that's where the sin is there. That's where the sin is, yeah, right. Now, uh, Isaiah 3, verse 16, brother. You want to jump in where that is? Okay, Isaiah three sixteen. Yeah. So, uh, what's, what was that movie that came out? Uh, you know, I, I, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed that in the movies lately, the women are the brave heroines and the men are the cow- ones cowering in the corners? Oh, yeah. Oh, Have you man. noticed that they're that push, you know, the big, Absolutely. brave, strong women? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, listen, ladies. Moreover, the Lord said, because the daughters of Zion are haughty and walk with stretched forth necks and wanton eyes, walking and mincing as they go and making a tinkling with their feet. Therefore, the Lord will smite with a scab the crown of the head of the daughters of Zion, and the Lord will discover their secret parts. Rape can be a judgment of God, folks, because of our own wickedness. In that day, the Lord will take away the bravery of their tinkling ornaments about their feet and their cowls and their round tires like the moon, the chains and the bracelets and the mufflers. Okay, I just I just thought of cars. <laughs> mufflers. <laughs> Old See, English, they, have, right? they had mufflers Elizabeth, back then, bro. <laughs> Elizabethan English. Okay, the bonnets and the ornaments of the legs. And the headbands and the tablets and the earrings, the rings and nose jewels. That, that stuff's coming back, by the way. Uh, it's popular now. The changeable suits of apparel and the mantles and the wimples and the crisping pins and the glasses and the fine linen and the hooks and the veils. And it shall come to pass that instead of sweet smell, there shall be stink. And instead of girdle a rent, and instead of well set hair baldness, and instead of a stomacher of gird, a girdle of sackcloth, <laughs> and burning instead of beauty, thy men shall fall by the sword and thy mighty in the war, and her gates shall lament and mourn, and she'll and, and she being desolate shall sit upon the ground. And in that day, seven women shall take out of one man saying, we will eat our own bread and wear our own apparel. Only let us be called by thy name to take away our reproach. They're in dire straits. Mm, Bad situation. In that day shall the branch of the Lord be beautiful and glorious and the fruit of the earth shall be excellent and comely for them that are escaped of Israel. In other words, God's judgment and justice and holiness would be satisfied. Mm. Mm. We think we're all that. We're not. Yep. We're not. You and by the, the way, worst right out of my mouth, brother. By the way, Darwin's dead, and so is his theory. His theory's been dead about 60 years now. People haven't figured it out yet. Yeah, yeah. No, 
That's true. It's very true. Uh, yes. No. Unbelievable. That. It's like you can almost just end it right there. End the conversation. And it's like that's it. Nothing else to add to that because that's God. And let me tell you, people have a hard time believing that, have a hard time understanding it because they cannot look past their pride. They cannot look past their selfishness that a God, an all-knowing or powerful God would do those things to his people. Well, if he didn't, he wouldn't be holy. Absolutely. I mean, the, the number of people who believe that man is basically sinful in his human nature is appalling. 27% of Americans believe that. That means 90, about mm-hmm. 93, no, not 93, about 73% of Americans believe that people are basically good. They bought <laughs> into deception and the lie. Yeah, right. They don't, they don't know Genesis. They don't understand Genesis. They bought into the deception and lie. And, and they believe in Darwinian evolution, which means that there is no good or evil in human nature. It just exists. We just exist. Right. We're useless eaters, if that's the case. There is no, you can't get a good and the evil out of Darwinian evolution. Right. And so people constantly contradict themselves. Constantly. And they don't even realize they're doing it. Mm-hmm. But 27%, and then 35%, according to the survey that I, that I was looking at, okay, believe that Jesus Christ was the only way to heaven. Well, why in the world? Where's the disparity of that 13% yeah. you know, that believes that Jesus Christ is the, only, is the only way to heaven, but they don't believe that people are basically sinful? Mm, yeah. What has happened to the church and what has happened to the country? Right. You know, I mean, you can only think maybe Gnosticism among the 13% mm. or, you know, or extreme um, Pelagianism has taken hold of the church. Oh, absolutely. You know, and something like that. A lot mm. of people think, oh, those are all those things out there that are taking place. No, these are bad theologies that have come into the info that has infiltrated the church and continues right. to allow those things to infiltrate the church. And that's what we're getting 27. What was it? 27% of people that, right? Yeah. And the 35, yeah. that's where we get it because it, these are people that probably say they go to church, probably people that say they're Christian by name, right? So that's what you get. That's according to the worldview survey. Oh, and, see, and, 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 the, it. and the thing is, is that, <laughs> is that I wonder how much of it is coming out of the growing word of faith movement. Ooh, great point. I mean, their their theology is horrible. Mm-hmm. Sure is, absolutely horrible. Um, and there, that when, what that means is there are a lot of people that go to church on Sundays and sit in those pews, and a lot of preachers in the pulpits that are going to die uh, and go under the wrath of God and die and go to hell. Mm-hmm. Isaiah, You're absolutely right. Isaiah five fourteen. You know, continue with that judgment upon Israel, was saying, therefore hell hath enlarged herself and opened her mouth without measure and their glory and their multitude and their pomp, and he hath rejoiced shall descend into it. Mm. So, mm. you know, people that they they people call themselves Christians and they think they're believers, they think they're saved, and yet they. They let the world influence them. They, the world comes into the church. They celebrate Pride Month because they want to be d- inclusive, right? Diversity, inclusiveness, and equity, which spells die. <laughs> you ever notice that? Corporations all over the country have this position, this diversity, inter- uh, inclusiveness, and, and equity position it's what it's called it's an executive position in a corporation and the acronym spells out die <laughs> and guys right here says he's gonna kill them yeah yeah you know yeah it's so true I bro. Mean, 
It's crazy. Yeah, people but, uh, and companies, you know, like you're saying, they're hiring people based on diversity now. Not who's the best of, you know, that has the better qualifications of who can perform the best job. No, we're going to be diverse. You know, so we're going to pick diversity. I would, I would be like... I would be like somebody. It was funny because a comedian brought up a point uh, that said he said, "Oh, the one of the CEOs of a uh, of a uh, uh, airplane, uh, an airline company said, yeah, we're focusing on diversity. Therefore, we're going to apply the diversity concept into, you know, our pilot. And he goes, how about just bringing in the best pilot that you can have with the best credentials <laughs> or the most hours flown? How about that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How about that? But that's the craziness. You know, it's the craziness. Diver- you know, diversity, diversity. That's what we want. All right. We, so. don't, we don't want 50 year old uh, white engineers oh, no, no, no. sending a sub down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we don't want 50 year I mean, old white pilots that land safe yeah. every time. Right. You know, we don't want to, you know, we want them sending a sub down, but the sub goes out and implodes within three hours. Uh huh. Of course, the media was lying to us for three days about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, it just it's insanity. Our our nation is going through a period of insanity. No, and this unfortunately, is, unfortunately, the uh-huh. fortunate thing is there still is a remnant in the nation that oh. are not insane. Thank you for but, introducing that because I was going to ask yeah. you. So as Christians, as Bible believing, I'm going to stand on the truth of the word of God, Christians. How do we move uh, move forward with life, bro? How do we uh, get through, you know, all this craziness and, you know, when we're well, afraid of facing backlash, when we're afraid of uh, facing, you know, negativity because uh, we stand on the truth? Well, it's, it's, it's going to get worse. You know, we, we got to be ready to, to stand right in their face and tell them, no, I'm not doing what you want. Mm. I will not deny my Lord. I will not deny his principles. I will not deny the scriptures. No, I won't wear that mask. No, I won't shut down my church again. No, I won't do the things you want me to do. No, it's not happening. Mm. Your move. Mm. You know, that's where we have to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we just came, we just came through a judgment of God. Mm-hmm. Right? With the, with the COVID thing. That was a judgment of God. Yeah, he used evil and sinister people to carry it out, but it was a judgment of God. And then the pokey poke came along, right? That's right. And the pokey poke, the solution, was worse than the problem mm-hmm. because it because it was meant to be. Mm-hmm. It was designed for that purpose. And now we have adult death syndrome. I mean, the whole time you were growing up, brother, most of your adult life, life, did you ever hear of anything called adult death syndrome? No. Wasn't until, no. wasn't until they introduced a particular product from the pharmaceutical companies that that began to happen. That's right. You know? not, not until I became a bigger, older uh, adult, you know, that I started hearing about these things. <laughs> right. And that's a judgment of God on us because we have denied him. You know how we denied him? It started with the education department. Ooh, great. The golden cow of America. Mm -hmm. The the idol, the, the false idol, golden cow of America is education. Mm. And we have worshiped at the feet of that cow, that golden cow. And we have taken education and we've used it to dump the scriptures and to dump God. Mm, Great point. Okay. Mm -hmm. Football became, football replaced the church for most men on Sunday morning. Yep. It has. You know, there's Mm -hmm. another golden cow for you. And God's not supposed to judge us? Are you kidding me? Oh, a good and benevolent God would never do that. No, he would just say, oh, yeah, let me go party and be wicked with you. No, 
that's not a that's that's not a holy and righteous God. You have the wrong God. I don't worship the same God those people worship. Mm. They worship a false God. The God of Scripture, as I just read, won't allow that. Amen. Amen. But we we brought Darwin into education. The Scopes trial, you know, I remember the Scopes trial in Tennessee and all that. And that was the downfall. It began to go down. When we right. took uh, Guffey's readers and so forth, the, the good materials out of the schools and replaced them with paganism, mm-hmm. which, by the way, is a religion. It is now the state religion of America. That's when the judgment began to fall down upon us. Mm, 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 mm. We got some good stuff, bro. And guess what? Our popularity is not going to increase. So, but we don't care. We don't care because uh, I don't know. Maybe we're just Jeremiah and and Elijah and and Isaiah. Exactly. You know, Um, we're just going to we're just going to put it out there. Our yay will be yay, and our nay will be nay. We're not going to mince our words. Exactly. We're just going to say yeah. what the book says and we're going to stay with that. And it doesn't matter for us. We right. know where we stand. We will stand in God's truth always. And folks, we want to encourage you to do the same thing. That's why our little model, you know, at the end of our podcast, we, you know, encourage you to think, to look into things. Also, you know, even in our, when I release the episodes, tune in, be a Berean. Listen, be a Berean, be a Berean challenging. Don't just believe us. Go and read, go and search. Look at these things because it's very important. We are held accountable for what goes into our ears, into our mind. Therefore, you need to be a Berean. We need to be Bereans. But brother, this opportunity that we get to be able to speak about these things and share with people, what a blessing. I appreciate your time and willingness. I know it took us what, over a week and a half to get an episode? And FYI, folks, my brother, as I am, I've gotten a little busy as of late, just because I've been working a lot and uh, just, uh, you know, dealing with uh, family matters and things of that nature. My brother's taken, uh, we've added what's called TV, a TVA shorts, the Words of Apologetic shorts, when my brother goes solo and he, you know, throws in some podcasts, 15, 20, 30 minutes long, you know, maybe sometimes even a little bit longer than that. But my brother is blessing us with his knowledge and just things that, you know, pretty much pop up in his head and, he wants to talk about or articles he reads or news he comes across. So take a listen to those. Those are uh, awesome. Uh, we released a, uh, a Father's Day message that he did on a little podcast. And uh, last one regarding, I lost my train of thought, bro. What was the last <laughs> one? Oh, yeah, yeah. Here it is. It's, uh, li- yeah, it was a, another short one called Living in Some Weird, Wacky, and Troubling Times with the brain so by the way my latest video which you can get on on, now you can get it on youtube and bit shoot is titled deceivers liars sodomites and pedophiles oh and i'll send it out to you brother that's good i have to check that out i'm gonna check that out (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well brother my thank you thank you appreciate your time it's always good to see you uh if you have you any too, last thoughts then you know what to do blessings to you out there in california brother i saw brother dan oh. and uh on on the sunday school mm-hmm. hour yeah providence church of san diego yes sir and they have given a lesson. I was so happy to see him and Dr. Dr. Gamble. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, the guys are doing a great job. And I just tell them I said hi. Definitely. And, we'll um, do that. The blessings to them. Um, and remember, folks, remember, keep your mind sharp and your heart pure. And we'll see you on the next TBA podcast. And we'll catch you on the flip side. You have been listening to the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. Hey there, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to listen to the Vortex Apologetic. 
It is our prayer that God is glorified and that you are richly blessed by this podcast. We are living in amazing times, and it is a privilege to encourage and strengthen your Christian walk through the use of modern technology. Therefore, remember that you can find us at thevortexapologetic.com, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and all major podcast providers. Just search for The Vortex Apologetic, and there you will find us. Thank you again, and remember, keep your mind sharp and your heart pure. God bless.